Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and this is your Friday review show. Uh, if you listen in this Wednesday, I did talk a little bit about movies and specifically the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and how it related to parenting and with our boys. And since this is a review show, I figured I would review another movie when it came to being a parent. And that was the Bad Guys movie. Got to watch that with our boys this week, and that was actually pretty fun. So before I get into that, don't forget, if you have not yet subscribed, make sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show if you have not done that. And please share these episodes with a friend if you think they will get something out of it. Now, if you're not familiar with the Bad Guys movie, recently came out. I'm not going to spoil the whole movie for you in case you're going. It's actually a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, but the whole premise is you got your main characters who are considered the typical bad guys. Big Bad Wolf, a python. I think he's a python. He's some type of snake. Uh, there's a shark, there's a piranha, and there's a tarantula. And they're the typical bad guys, right? Every story you hear about as a child, every horror story you hear about has to do with these types of animals, typically. And they're treated as bad people. So what do you expect from them? They become bad guys. And so the whole premise kind of goes from these guys being really good thieves. And then all of a sudden, they kind of have to learn how to be good. And the story follows along with that. And throughout the whole story, you basically are seeing how people are okay with these bad guys trying to become good. They're very swayed by what they see on the news, social media, what other people are saying. It takes, you know, one cat video of one of the characters, I'm not going to say what happens, to make everybody love these characters. But just as quickly as that happens, people turn on them. Because why not? They're the bad guys. What do you expect? You can't imagine. You can't expect them to be good. And so you have this whole movie premise set up, basically looking at stereotypes. You have these characters who are considered always bad in the stories that we hear about. And now the stereotype is that they're bad. And so how could they be good? And so the whole story falls along on that. And there's a lot of funny jokes and silly things that happen and good action scenes and fun other morals to the whole storyline. You have a character who seems supposedly very good, turns out to be not as good as you think. And again, the whole moral or theme of the movie is, if you want to say lack of a better term, don't judge a book by its cover, but it's really about stereotypes. And I really love how the movie portrayed it. Because again, I said, you, you have these people who are bad because they've been treated bad their whole lives. Try to become good. People think, oh, they can be good, but then quickly turn on them the first moment they get. And when you talk about 
being a parent and what we talk about with our kids, this this goes along so much with our belief structure, right? Now, I'm not just talking beliefs like religion. I'm talking beliefs like what we see and what we believe about the world around us. It's very easy for us to talk about things on the news, things going on in our city, at our schools, and judge based off of preconceived notions, right? Well, I've heard this about this person or that about that person, and so they're an idiot, they're stupid, they're dumb, whatever. And it's very easy to say these things in passing around our children, not to our children, but around them, and they pick up on it. They learn from us these preconceived prejudices. And when they do that, they grow to feel that way as well. You know, I had a situation actually recently with our nine-year-old. He came home and he said, hey, listen to this funny song that my friend made up. Well, I don't know if his friend probably made this song up. And I'm not going to get into what the song was. But if it's a very short song. Um, not one that I was completely familiar with. But if you follow along the underlying tones of it, it is basically anti-certain countries anti-certain groups of people. Now, negative words were not used. Foul language was not used. But if you listen to it, it was very much against certain types of people and basically them not being welcome in our country. So, I could have jumped on my son for sharing this. Be like, what are you doing? What the heck? Why the heck would you say something like that? But obviously, he had no clue. Right? These are not things that he's familiar with. He's nine. You know, he, he knows what we tell him. He knows what we share. And we typically share thoughts of inclusion in our house. We share thoughts of accepting everybody, which he has done a very good job with. He has never once in his mind that I know of had a prejudiced thought about a person because we try not to let him feel that way based on how we talk about people. But he shared a song that he thought was silly because his friend was doing it, but did not recognize the prejudice behind it. So what did I do? I stopped him and said, hey, it's yes, that song is, is silly that your friend made said that and taught you it. Can we talk about it a little bit? And we went through the different parts to it and said, so this part seems silly, but this is what this means. This part seems silly. This is what it means. And the last part, which was basically the most derogatory part of the, the song, again, not using foul language, but it's the way the song was done, really... It really was a negative thing. And I pointed this out to him. I said, this is what this actually means. And I know you had no clue that this is what that song means. But this is really what it is. And I bet you, your friend who taught it to you, he didn't make it up. He probably learned that from an adult around him, maybe even his own parents. I don't know. I can't say for sure. But you can't blame your friend for singing this song because he doesn't know better. He probably doesn't have any idea of what it means, but he's picked it up from somebody, probably somebody older than him. And so that person may know what it means, may not, but if they do know what it means, that means they probably don't feel accepting to a lot of other people. And that's sad because, you know, we know it's important to accept other people. So I took that moment and I could have gotten really frustrated with our son about it, but instead, I use it as a teaching moment, right? I use it as a moment saying, hey, I totally understand you don't get this. I totally understand you don't understand what this is saying. But 
this is what it means. And this is why it's important not to keep doing it, especially at school, because you will get in trouble from a teacher if you're seeing this at school. And so when we went and saw this movie then afterwards, not realizing that it was going to coincide so well with it, it was such a great jumping off point to talk about prejudice, prejudice and preconceived notions of people and you know racism and those kind of things. Now we didn't dive deep. He's nine. And so you have to you know, decide how you approach that subject with your kids. You can't just jump in and talk about the horrors of these things. They're not going to understand at their ages. But when it comes to talking about these things with their kids, it's really important that when these topics come up, to lay the groundwork in the most, you can't really say positive, because, you know, obviously what was being said and done was not a positive thing, but you have to do it in the most constructive way possible. Being negative, being forceful is never going to work with these situations. Kids just learn not to talk about it with you. But if you find a way to talk calmly with them and say, hey, I recognize that you're saying this. I also recognize that you don't understand it. Let's talk about it. And let's have a conversation about it. You know, your kids are going to open up so much more with you about these things as they get older. I mean, our our older son already does that. He's nine. He will occasionally after school come to us and say, hey, so-and-so said the F word at school. You know, we talk about curse words. And I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm not, you know, a saint. I have used curse words in my past. And I've told my son that. I said, listen, bud, it's really good that you recognize that these words aren't okay to say. It is also matters about how they're used. So was this person using the F word against somebody else? And he says, no. I said, was he just using the F word, just kind of talking about something, almost like they just didn't know what else to say? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay. Some people will use words like that because they just don't know what other words to use. Doesn't mean they're a bad person. Doesn't mean they're trying to be mean. They just used a word that they didn't mean to. But you know that you shouldn't use that word, and that's really important. You know, we leave it at that kind of thing. And I think it's important to look at that because it's very easy, number one, to try to teach our kids about what's good and what's not good, what's bad, what's wrong, those kind of things. But it's also very important to teach your kids how to approach people who seem to be doing the wrong thing. You know, I could teach my kid what being a racist is and what being prejudiced is. But then the next day, if he goes to school and his friend's singing that song again, and he starts like biting his friend's head off, saying he's a terrible person, that kind of stuff. Well, I did not do my job right. I did not teach my son the right way on how to approach that. So it's very important, not just to teach our kids to recognize these things, or at least learn about them, but also how to approach them and how to understand that people don't always understand what they're saying or what they're doing, but it's important that we learn. So I give (laughs) the Bad Guys movie two thumbs up. It was actually a very great movie to watch. I very much enjoyed taking our boys to it. Um, I actually took our boys to it to give my wife a day off on Saturday, and um, I think they enjoyed it. I think it was great. Hopefully my wife enjoyed having some free time to herself. if you haven't seen it yet, take your kids. It's a very good one. And it's a good one to open up discussions, however deep you want to get into it. But remember, when we're teaching our kids about this stuff and teaching them right from wrong and what your expectations are, it's always important to make sure they understand that you are a safe person to talk to about these things. And you're a safe person to discuss these topics and that you're not going to judge them when they aren't sure about something. And you're not going to get them in trouble when they do something that they don't realize is wrong. So think about that. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. 
Uh, if you want to send me an email, I'm at imperfectdadmd at gmail.com or you can go to the website at www.imperfectdadmd.com and send me a message there. I'm always love to hear from um, you guys listening and hear your thoughts on the show. Otherwise, hope you guys are staying healthy, staying safe. Remember to embrace those imperfections and I'll see you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.